Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I am here in Epcot in the World Showcase with my monorail children. It's Monorail McKenna and Monorail Garrett. Garrett, McKenna, Chicken Nugget, and Student Loans, however you want to call them. They're here with me. Sam Monorail is here too, but she's currently in line for a beverage. Oh, and here she comes with the beverage, so she can introduce herself in a moment. We're here today because the Epcot Festival of the Arts has begun, and we're trying to dip our toes in and sample a few things. Um, there is food and drink to be had as part of this festival, but also there's a lot of activities and art-related things going on. Hey, Sam. Hello. I already introduced you. Hey, I am introduced. What are we drinking? Oh, Dragonberry Refresher. Yeah, so we're going to try this out. I'm excited to try it, but as we go forward in today's episode, you're going to hear a couple guest appearances of people giving us some recommendations for things to try as part of the festival. Let me try this one. I'll give you a live reaction. Very sweet, and, and it's a bit sour, so we're here. We're going to enjoy some festival. We're going to enjoy some food and some arts. And I uh, hope you enjoy our journey around the World Showcase. This is episode 91, and it is January the 20th, 2020. Let's go. This is 2020. So here we are in World Showcase. We're standing just on the edge of China across from the Painted Panda. And I have run into a very special guest. Good friends. Twitter friends, we've met a few times. We plan to have you on the show. We haven't had it yet, but now we're doing an impromptu version of a guest spot for Jeremy from Main Street Magic and Capture the Magic Network. Jeremy, welcome to the monorail. Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate it. So glad we could run into y'all, hang out for a little bit. Absolutely. And we're catching you all on the end of your circuit through World Showcase. We're just now getting started, and this is our really our first trip to the Festival of the Arts. So I feel like I'm here with experts. Oh, Rhonda's here too. Hi, Rhonda. Hey, guys. <laughs> I didn't want to bother you. I'd make sure you were done with your meal and everything. Uh, but, uh, but here we are, and... I wanted to get some recommendations from you guys. So, I don't, you know, there's a lot to try. There's a lot on the list for Festival of the Arts. We definitely don't have time or the stomach space to try it all. So, what are some recommendations you have for first-timers? Well, I think what I love most about Festival of the Arts, and it's possibly my favorite festival, um, is that there there isn't the, it's not overwhelming. Okay. You know, when you look at, I think there's 13 roughly food booths here you look at a food and wine you're talking over 30 you can't do it in one trip now us is kind of locals and you guys more so than us um 
you can come often, but it can be overwhelming if you're only coming once a year and this is the festival of your choice. So first of all, love Festival of the Arts. Uh, weather is usually really good, yeah. beautiful today. Um, I would say our, our recommendations year after year are uh, China, Painted China. Panda, China, uh, the Hungry Artist uh, at Mexico. Okay. America has a beef Wellington that Ooh. is surprisingly delicious. Very good. Even though we're we're pretty sure that beef Wellington was not created by Americans, <laughs> I don't think so. but but they we've claimed it now, so I'll take it. And then we really love uh, Morocco booth a uh, year after year. Okay. So and right. just you know take the time to to look around, look at the art. Um, one tip I will give is that be patient, okay. because they are truly creating works of art. So the food sometimes can take a little bit longer to, to deliver, yeah. but it's delicious. And I actually think it's the best food out of any of the four festivals. Oh, that is that is a strong statement. So, Rhonda, how do you feel about that? We just have Jeremy on the record, strongest food of any of the festivals right here at Festival of the Arts. Do you think that's true? Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> do you have any, any highlights that you would recommend? Um... I don't know, because it's, it's always really good. I feel like um, we did the deconstructed booth again, and that was really good, always good every year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I love that. And I will say, I think the portions are better this year, okay. which has not been in the past, yep. um, which I'm very happy to see this year. Yeah, definitely. You definitely want to get your value. I feel like sometimes food and wine can be shock. Like, especially if you go try to get that Le Cellier steak or something, and you're like, wow, this is a bite. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Totally. So, so uh, that's cool. That's good to know. I'm actually holding one of your recommendations in my hand right now. This is some sort of a pork bun from yes. the Painted Panda. Deli- I think it's the, what is it, Char, char Su Pork. I was going to let you say it. I, hey, yeah, I think you did all right. <laughs> pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so I'm going to tear into this, and I don't want to hold you guys up. I know you're getting ready to finish up in Norway and Mexico, but thanks so much for letting us like meet up with you guys. It's great always to run into you, and very soon we're going to do something like full-fledged. We're going to have you on a, a big episode and just, you know, take all the time we can to catch up and get all the recommendations. Well, thank you for having us. Absolutely. We would, we would, we would like to do the same with you, Justin. So we will we'll have you guys on our show, and uh, yeah, we'll throw around some ideas. Cause that, that sounds great. That's the way to go. Yeah, so tell them where they can find you so they can find Main Street Magic. So you can either go to uh, mainstmagic.com specifically for our show, or you can go to ctmpodcast.com for our entire network of shows. So uh, we release new shows every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Check yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on on Capture the Magic, so get on there. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of the Festival of the Arts. You too, my man. Thank you. (laughs) I cannot believe our luck today. Walking through World Showcase, we're running into all sorts of celebrities, and here we are again with Andre Thrills and Magic. What's up, Andre? How you doing, Justin? It's good to be here. Doing good, man. It's so good to see you, and I, I do feel very lucky that we get to connect once again enjoy some food we just walked out of canada far and wide what's your instant reaction i want to go to canada (laughs) (laughs) that's what garrett said he said when we move into canada i said we actually don't need to we've been there we saw the movie we're good (laughs) yeah it's like i was there (laughs) just warmer yeah um my instant reaction 
I think I like the Martin Short version better. I don't. Did you say you hadn't seen it, Sam? Yeah, I don't think I've seen the other one, but this one made me feel a little nauseous. Was it? It was uh, a little motion sensitive for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. There are a couple parts because it definitely does like a. How, how, what do you call those things? Helicopter flyovers? Yeah, you could see a little wobble between the seams of each screen. Yeah. It wasn't seamlessly like going from one screen to the other when there was motion coming at you. There was one point where there was like a bunch of reindeer or something like yeah. that coming around, and you could just see a little jitter every time like that reindeer would go from screen to screen. Yeah. So that could really throw you off, especially if you're seeing that in your peripheral vision. Yeah. I could see why you could get a little sick. Uh-huh. Yeah. As much as I like Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, I do miss Martin Short, but oh well. Remember, it's, don't pass the puck to Marty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's it's still a good video. It's pretty. Um, and they end it with the uh, Canada song. Canada! Nice. No, please, continue. I was doing it. <laughs> All right. So, Andre, What's here up? we are. We're enjoying Festival of the Arts. And we're newbies to the Festival of the Arts. Really, only Sam... Only Sam got to do it last year. I got to do it last year. As I was going to say. So we're kind of like just learning as we go. Do you have any recommendations for things that we either must try or must see while we're here at the festival? All right. Must see. Um, Outside of the food, there is a cool little like performance art that happens. I forget what the name of the stage is by Porta Entry, but right in the middle there, you'll see it behind the big figment. uh, What what, what is that called? The uh, Topiary. Topiary. There we go. So there is a guy who, to music, will paint something in the span of like 10 or 15 minutes, and it's awesome. It's pretty cool. I saw that last year, and they did Donald Duck, and it was amazing. Yeah, so I got to see Figment this year, and I I would recommend you guys make time to see that. And they actually sell that art, and it goes, I think, for a pretty penny. (laughs) Yeah, I bet it does. Um, That sounds cool. Food-wise, everything here is plated in such nice ways. I've actually been posting a lot of what I've eaten this weekend to Instagram. A lot of people are like, oh my god, this stuff looks like more impressive than food and wine which is saying something yeah so let me start with just i'm gonna do three if that okay just, i'm gonna keep it to three <laughs> but this is in no particular order all right the first one is the sushi donut ah over in japan what the heck is the japan one goshiki goshiki it's something like that something yeah. like that the taiyaki is good and the gyoza is good but the sushi donut really good fish they have some really nice like creamy wasabi that you can use on there i loved it okay it it was over a little too quick though (laughs) then moving over to canada with the masterpiece kitchen i really wanted to try the risotto however every time i went up there in the this weekend which was three times it had a wait of about 20 minutes which is indicating to me that maybe you guys should give that a shot when you're able to unfortunately i won't be able to so let me know how it is but instead of that i had the smoked garlasso salmon okay that is phenomenal. It's like this strange, like, tiered cake. Uh, it looks like a cake, yeah. almost like a seven-tiered cake, but it's salmon and, and cheeses and caviar. It's it's phenomenal. Sounds really good. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. I like salmon. I like risotto, too, although trying to watch the calories and risotto is, you know, it's a carb. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Boo to calorie counting. Things anyway, so you can eat a little bit of risotto. I guess I could. Yeah, I mean, risotto... It's, it's about the size of like a hockey puck, yeah. which I guess makes sense because we're in Canada. Yeah. So last one is at Germany, Cuisine Classique, and it's the red wine braised beef short rib. It's just, it has this aged balsamic that's ridiculous and goes really well with the meat. 
phenomenal. We that had sounds that. great. We had that. That's what you got? Yeah. Oh, it was good. Half. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was eating. I just knew I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. That's I was awesome. Say if he didn't mention that one, we should recommend it. Yeah. That was very good. It was another one of those similar to a couple of things we had during food and wine that it felt like it was if you had that for a whole entree, that'd be a little bit heavy. Oh yeah. It would be way too much. Your yeah. palate would be like blown. Yeah, but for like a small bite, it's nice, it's comforting, and it feels rich and wholesome. It's good. Wholesome. Wholesome. Comforting. Comfort food. <laughs> All right. And I have one honorable mention, which is the creme de brie at L'Art de la Cuisine Francaise. Okay. All right. Sounds great. We have a lot to uh, to try, it sounds like. No, it's not going to last forever, so we got to come back next weekend. Right. Just through the 24th. So yeah, um, I wish this one lasted a little bit longer. Yeah. But yeah, Flower and Garden comes right, yeah. right behind that. And then the poor culinary people finally get a break. <laughs> oh, yeah, for a little while. Yeah, they get what? Some of June and then July. Yep. And then it's right, right back in. It. Yeah. Jeez. I'm okay with that, though, because then it gets a little less busy here. I don't know. It's It just never seems like there's a break. We came here when the crowd calendar on touring plans told us that it was going to be a level one crowd in Epcot, and it was still crazy. Was but crazy. I think part of that is due to all the congestion um, from the construction up front, all the walls. Oh, and yeah. Right. There's a lot of places where they're just funneling people in. Yeah. I mean, right here when you have to go through that area where the fountain used yeah. to be and you're like kind of directed by mouse gears yeah oh my god it's like being a, in a packed club where you're like yeah. shoulder to shoulder or like butt to butt with people <laughs> they need to drop a fat beat <laughs> and start strobe lights and then everybody would just get down Flash mom. yeah well andre thanks so much for sharing your pics with us yeah and i'm glad we got to see you i know this is a quick trip for you but uh always good to see you and let's tell people where they should follow and find you on the socials all right so i am on instagram and twitter at thrills and magic and you can find me on youtube and follow along with the adventures and see some of the food that i ate uh over at thrills and magic so yeah i'm real easy to find and it's not an ampersand it's and there Look you go for the alien <laughs> and as i say on all of andre's videos when we wrap it up bonsai bonsai <laughs> Welcome back to the monorail. This is M34D, and joining me to complete the dynamic duo, your favorite, Landon, the Dawes, Doan. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Hey, buddy. Uh, happy New Year. Always uh, a good time in the I'm now imposing always naked second segment <laughs> of the Monday morning monorail. I see you had Cousin Nick. In my, yeah. in lieu of me, that's mm -hmm. totally fine. By the way, go visit uh, Nick at CaptureTheMagic.com forward slash agent slash Nick dash Salcedo question mark. I think I nailed that. Uh, anyway, he made a point that he wasn't naked. Therefore, I am doubling down. I am doubly naked. Doubly naked today. Yep. So I guess I should thank Nick for uh, the fact that I have to endure the doubly naked dome. Wait, no, 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 no. Nobody wants to see that. 
Nobody wants to see that. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, Landon, uh, glad you're back. You know, today is an epic M34D because we're kicking off a whole new chapter of the Disney Deep Dive with the Dawes segment as we now have moved on to Epcot, or as I like to call it, Epcot Center, uh, which I still do occasionally. And that's not me just trying to be a stubborn old person. I forget, and I really do say Epcot Center sometimes. Um, and I'm excited because, honestly, Epcot, for me, is just as significant in my nostalgia as Magic Kingdom is. I mean, I walk the streets of Epcot through Future World, and I and I can still kind of get the flashbacks of, you know, holding my dad's hand and kind of being overwhelmed with what I was seeing, whether it be, you know, Spaceship Earth or, you know, going over to the Land Pavilion or the Seas or even, at that time, the Wonders of Life. Um, you know, and, and also the Universe of Energy, um, just everything, everything that surrounds you, that the sights, the sounds, it really felt like you were in a totally different place that had a different feel, but something just as magical as what you got when you went to magic kingdom. So I'm excited. I'm ready to kick this thing off. Yeah, me too. This is, excuse me, the older I get, I realize Epcot really is my favorite park at the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, not just because of being able to eat and drink around the world, but because of some of the attractions. And it does still kind of have the original idea that Walt was going for, that it's like, this is what we want to look towards, towards the future. It's all about some edutainment stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is kind of getting further away with that. We'll talk about upcoming attractions. Uh, you know, Guardians jumps out. But I think that ride's going to be fine, and I just I just like Epcot. So since we are talking about Epcot, I am feeling fine, drinking wine around the world. Let's do this, baby. <laughs> well, let's get to the matter at hand. I, I don't want to take any attention away from the main event today because we're talking about – we're starting big here. Um, with Literally and figuratively. Yeah, literally and figuratively with what many would call, and it is, the icon of Epcot – it's you see it. You can see it when you're driving up to Epcot. You see it from the parking lot. You can pretty much see it from everywhere, no matter where you are in Epcot. And we are, of course, talking about that beautiful geodesic sphere that we call Spaceship Earth, a.k.a. the Epcot ball. Like a grand and miraculous spaceship. Yeah. You talking about how you've been able to see Spaceship Earth from everywhere within Epcot, heck, even before you get into Epcot, just hearing you describe that, like the hair on my arm is standing up. I said it earlier. I feel like the older, the older I get, the more I appreciate Epcot and the more it becomes my favorite park in all of Walt Disney world. And part of that reason is because of spaceship or not. We're not even talking about the ride itself. We'll yeah. get to that. Just how iconic it is. It is like, yes, it does kind of suck that the fountain of nations is kind of gone from behind it. But at the same time, it's still the dadgum Epcot ball. And like, <laughs> like just talking about it, like yeah. makes me happy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It puts me in a good mood to, to talk about it. And I do get the special feels every time I see it. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Just strolling in. Now you've got an even more un unobstructed view because we're getting rid of those <laughs> weird pillars, uh, tombstones, the, the leave a legacy <laughs> tombstones. Yep. Mm -hmm. Are, are that had to be weird. You were alive, but you were signing up for a tombstone, and mm -hmm. you were going to be alive in theory to see your Disney tombstone. Yeah, weird. That clearly, cl clearly, it was popular because you know they made a lot of money with it. But they did. Still, a little weird. Right now, 
traveling through Epcot is still a bit congested because now, as people have coined it, it's Walcott. There are walls up yeah, behind yeah. Spaceship Earth. There's walls where they're building the Moana Journey of Water. Um, and, um, I mean, it, it's a little bit difficult. They have opened up a couple additional paths to where if you kind of you can take a right or a left after you pass under spaceship earth and you can go kind of like, it gives you a shortcut to live uh, to the seas with Nemo, or it gives you a shortcut over towards um, test track. Which Why is kind would of, you be going to test track right now? I don't well, know. I don't know, but it is kind of nice to, to have the option because man, there, there, there've been some days that we've been there and just getting through that section where, RIP the Fountain of Nations used to be um, as you look at the, <laughs> the the frame the the hollow corpse of what Innoventions used to be um, let's just call it what is the skeleton the skeleton of yeah it's just it's how morbid very, can we get right here <laughs> it is very very congested um, in that area uh, especially like early morning and, and late at night when people are leaving mm. but it's gonna be I here's the thing I told you I got all the negativity out of my out of my system when we did our okay broken Matt Hardy <laughs> when we did our fest festivus uh, episode so I'm being positive I I want to see this when it's done I I want to I mean you can go and see what the vision is you know if you go to the Epcot experience which by the way that Epcot experience is so cool well. You want to talk about propaganda? They, they they totally sell you on it when you're in there. You're yeah, like, this sign is me the heck up! If propaganda has yeah. laser shows in the future, of course, I am a, I am in really big trouble. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's amazing. <laughs> it's so cool, um, and it I'll really sign does. Up for anything. <laughs> yeah, it really does get you excited about what's to come, and I I can't wait to see it once it's all done. I mean, I know we're going to get pieces of it at different times. I wish there could almost be like a boom and it's done and you get the like an overnight, impact. like like it shuts down. And yeah. then the next day when it opens, it's new Epcot or something. Don't call it new Epcot, no, by the way. Disney. Don't call it. Do not call it new Epcot. While we're on the topic, I wanted to ask this question. When do we stop calling it future world? I'm just wondering when Disney is going to say, okay, now it's World Discovery. Like, I wonder if that's going to oh, happen. Well, they will let us know when we know, when we need to change our minds. I, yeah, I, I wonder if it'll and I happen. I welcome our new mouse overlords. When the Play Pavilion opens, maybe, um, or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see when it happens. But for now, it's still Future World, and we still have Dame Judy Dench as our narrator on Spaceship Earth, which I think also is going to be changing whenever they do the renovation for Spaceship Earth. But let's not worry too much about that. We're going to worry about what we've got today. And Yeah, based on how when they make a renovation to this ride, and it seems like they give it a new voice, probably enjoy uh, Dame Judy Dench while you can. Or as I unfortunately sometimes refer to her as, Jame Duty Ginch. <laughs> Yeah. Names are hard. So to get us started, we'll do what we normally do when we kick off a attraction deep dive, and that is tell you a little bit about the attraction. First, we've kind of described what it looks like from the outside, but let's talk about it just a little bit more. This sphere is actually two domes fused together, um, something I, I didn't realize, but I guess it makes sense from a engineering standpoint. Um, that the way that they build it was they basically built the the feet for it. They made kind of a, a platform in the middle or like a, a circle, like a, a square. described frame, as a metal box. A metal box. And then they put the dome on top and the dome on bottom. And um, geodesic sphere apparently, technically, should have a, a geodesic polyhedron. It should have uh, 11,520 total isosceles triangles. But... 
This one, just because they have legs and doors and different things, only has, unfortunately, 11,324. That's very And it calls itself a geodecimal decimal thing. I can't I know. believe it. It's a shame. What? It's living a lie. That's okay. What? Next you're going to tell me that the animatronics on Dinosaur and Animal Kingdom aren't actually dinosaurs. What the <laughs> hey? I know. You guys. Sorry to on. ruin it for you. Ugh. One of the things I thought that was kind of interesting as I was reading about the design of Spaceship Earth is they actually tried to build it such that when it rains, water would actually be absorbed by the the frame and that the um, it would kind of pour in between the triangles. And then there's a gutter system that would channel the water into World Showcase Lagoon. So it wouldn't water wouldn't be running off the sides. But if you've ever gone to Epcot on a very rainy day, you will see this doesn't work. Totally, because <laughs> because it definitely has water pour, pouring off of it. And in fact, the last time we were there when it was really rainy, we had fast passes to go on uh, Spaceship Earth, and they had closed that entrance. Like we had to get on in a in a different spot, and they because were because there was there a, was water dumping oh right God. where the <laughs> <laughs> right where the entrance was. You couldn't go there. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. You didn't know Epcot. Uh, or Spaceship Earth was a water ride, but apparently... <laughs> yeah, you will get wet. That, yeah. that, that's crazy because I was trying to think if... like I've, I've, I went down during hurricane season, so clearly I've been to the parks when there's heavy rain, but it's like... I don't remember seeing the, you know, pouring water off the Epcot ball like you saw because yeah. I really thought that, like, when I saw that there was a, a drainage system that led to World Showcase Lagoon, it's like, wow, they really did. But but apparently, they, they clearly need to uh, refine the idea. But I do think that is cool. Yeah. It was it was funny. So they had someone standing with a tablet scanning bands, and you went on like in a different <laughs> spot because you could – unless you unless you wanted a shower. Uh, unless you were wearing a poncho and were ready to rock. Yeah. And really, I would take a spaceship. Like, sir, you came dressed for SeaWorld, but thank God we have an attraction for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. The queue is mostly outside, but the thing is, this is another one of those, because it's an Omnimover with continuous load, the, the line tends to go pretty fast. Mm -hmm. um, some of the queue is somewhat shadowed because you're underneath the Epcot ball, uh, but then like once you start to get up the ramp and you see that beautiful mural, which by the way, that needs to stay forever. Uh, mm -hmm. Like this, you've got the spacewalk, and you've got a caveman, and it's it's just it's so such a beautiful, very cool thing. Uh, by the time you're there, you're in the the shade, and then you move in, you start feeling the probably the nice cool air coming out of the loading area. But but the inside portion of the load area, very very small. One of my experiences, and something that always is just like, yep, that's a spaceship Earth thing. When I when I start to get on that ramp to go into the the sphere, I always start smelling crayons. I don't know if it's a crayon smell. Huh. I, I don't know what it is, but it, it to me it smells like a fresh open box of crayons. I don't know what would be causing that. I've never noticed that, but but I I, I guess I'll try and notice that uh, next time I'm down because it's like one of the things that I really love about this ride is the smells, and yeah. we'll talk about it when we get into the actual ride. But I never noticed that one while you're going up the ramp. Yeah, try to try to pay attention, and I wonder if anybody, okay. any out there, any listeners out there, have you ever <laughs> experienced? And, and if you have, what do you think it smells like? Um, for me, it's crayons, but and I always think that's interesting. I don't know why. So, uh, so you get up, you go inside, and you enter the continuous load area where you've got a moving platform. The platform is moving at the same speed as your time machine vehicle. You step onto and the platform. And this is also a ride if uh, you are in a wheelchair or some sort of a motor moving assisted vehicle. You will have to transfer, so yeah, FYI. Yeah, you, you do have to transfer. 
and uh, and then you you load onto the time machine vehicles, which really now they have touch screens in each one of the vehicles, which they didn't have yeah. before. But other than that, the the vehicles are the same as they've always been, um, and it really is just like one long train that like just even even uh, I was trying to think of. I was going to say people mover because people mover really is like continuous load, but the trains separate. This one is one long continuous mm-hmm. train. Yeah, it is. It is a train linking yeah. through and through the entire track. Yeah. Haunted Mansion, I guess, is another example because th- those are all connected. Yeah, do- but but Doom buggies still feel like they have, have a little bit of space room to breathe, so to speak. I mean, yeah. they don't breathe. It's a Haunted Mansion. Everything's dead in there. But <laughs> like I but but with the but with Spaceship Earth, it is a literal train connected to this cart train connected yeah. to this tr- this cart like through and through. Yeah. And each one of the cars, the four person vehicles can spin. Uh, they spin forwards and backwards, but they all are connected and joined in, in one long continuous train. Um, yes, remember, if your car does turn backwards, don't freak out. It's part of the ride. That's right. So it is a dark ride. It's an omni mover. They do, like when they do have people transferring from wheelchairs, um, they slow it down. So frequently this ride will either stop temporarily or slow down as you're going through mm-hmm. it. It's very dark on the inside. There are parts of it that are almost pitch black. Or, <laughs> In fact, the first scene that you see now where it's got cavemen and they're hunting that woolly mammoth, that is so dark. I always wonder if it's supposed yeah. to be that dark. Like, I, dev- I don't know if it's changed over the years, but here recently, the last few times I've been on Spaceship Earth, I think that part of the ride is way too dark because I only barely get the idea of what's going on. And I think that's part of the re- partly because I know what I'm supposed yeah. to be seeing. If I didn't know I was supposed to be seeing a bunch of cavemen hunt down a woolly mammoth, would I have seen that? I'm not sure I would have just because it's so dang dark. Yeah, it's really dark. Um, it, and it does, to me, it seems dimmer every single time. I don't, I don't know. If yeah. it's- okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we're just getting old and that sign that our eyes are going. Yeah. But that does make me feel a little bit better that you're saying that. Yeah. Because like I got on that thing last year for the first time in a couple of years. I'm like, there's supposed to be something here, right? Yeah. But the ride is is really it's the epitome of edutainment. Really, it's it, mm-hmm. the whole story of the ride is communication through history. And as you move from the start of the ride to the beginning, you're moving from the past to the future. Um, and the first one being, as we mentioned, it's cavemen and they're they're hunting the woolly mammoth. So Disney describes this as travel through time and explore the remarkable history of communication from the Stone Age to the computer age. Witness the landmark moments of amazing innovation that made today's spectacular communications. Uh, technologies possible travel back to the dawn of humanity and uh, through the moon landing and beyond. So, and one of the thing I wanted to mention, they, they say um, the all-star, the all-star roster of this ride includes Academy award winner, Judy Dench. Come on, Dame, show some Come respect, on, yeah. put some respect, put some on respect. It. thank you. Dame Judy Dench as the narrator and Emmy winner, Bruce Boughton conducted a 63 piece orchestra and 24 voice choir for the musical score. And they say, if you listen closely, you'll notice the music from each scene features styles and instruments appropriate to the area and transi- transitions seam- seamlessly into the next area. Oh, wow. Awesome. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we can kind of get into the ride a little bit. I, I, well, actually, really quickly, I do want to I, I mention a bit more about the history and then we'll get into it. Construction took 26 months. Mm-hmm. Was not a small project in the least. Right. The structure was actually designed with the help of science fiction writer Ray Bradbury. 
How cool is that? Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I I love the I love these little tidbits because they're things that like now that I know it, it, it makes it even more impactful to me because it does. It seems like some sort of a sci-fi like creation. This mm-hmm. this structure. And heck, now that you know that, doesn't that kind of make it? Make more sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and in fact, Ray Bradbury helped develop the original storyline for the attraction. I mean, mm, so good. Man. Yeah. Um, in the beginning. In the beginning. Spaceship Earth <laughs> was sponsored by Bell Systems from 82 to 84, a couple years. And then AT&T took over from 84 through 2004. And that's the one that I always remember it being sponsored by AT&T. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2005 to 2017, Siemens took over the ownership. And as of 2019, it says the ride had no sponsorship. There is a lounge on the second floor above Project Tomorrow, that, which has well, been the subject unquote, yeah. the subject of much debate amongst Diz Twitter and really between me and the Dillos because <laughs> the argument oh, was... Oh, well, you three, it just totally encompassed we are all Diz, of Diz Twitter. Twitter. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. As we know, Jen and Frank of Dillos Diz were cast members in the theme parks. Jen was an operating participant. Um, and she worked and, in, and Frank actually helped Walt get out of his car when <laughs> Disneyland opened. He did. <laughs> he did. Um, but Jen, Jen actually worked in interventions and she had experience with the private lounge. And so a little bit of trivia when people ask, is there a private lounge in spaceship earth? Her answer is yes. Mine is no, because that's not, <laughs> that's not in spaceship earth. It's connected to spaceship earth. Do you consider that project tomorrow building part of spaceship earth? I don't think people typically do. It's a spaceship Earth adjacent. Yeah, yeah. It's adjacent. It's not in. So the, it's spaceship Earth ish. I want a dome. I mean, I want a lounge <laughs> in the dome or a dome in the lounge. Either way, Reg- regardless, you want one of them. Yeah. yeah. And right now, there's not. Is there a basketball court in Spaceship Earth? No. Yes. That's the matter. Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go ahead and start all these crazy rumors. There's also a roller coaster inside there, different from the ride you get on with a water slide, too. Did you know there's a whole world showcase in Spaceship Earth? <laughs> I knew it. It's right there connected to I it. I knew it. Um, yeah, it, actually, actually, if you pull the restraints off when you get to the moon part and you can make it onto the moon, <laughs> they will take you to jail. Fun story. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you thought I was going somewhere else. I, I, did. I did. I did. <laughs> um, one word I wanted to bring up as we talk about the history here really quick was uh, a Luca bond, a Luca bond construction. Okay. I, if we're making up words that we want to bring up, I would like to point out bastusium. <laughs> Yours is better than mine. <laughs> a Luca bond construction. Um, I don't really know. And I haven't done the research to figure out what that means, but a lot of times when you look into the, the um, history of the construction of spaceship earth, they call it an Aluka bond, which I wonder if that's what the triangles are made of. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Who knows? They look aluminum. So a loo, I don't know. Who knows? I think you might be overthinking this here. Cujo. They say shiny Aluka bond panels. So yeah, I'm thinking that they're the triangles, but anyways, sure. We'll go with it. We'll say yes and move on. Moving on. Um, it's had several hosts throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, it has. The first only lasted four years, unfortunately, but that was Vic Perrin. And do you know what Vic Perrin was most famous for or what? If you do know some things he did, what was he most famous for? I actually don't know. This is the name that I did not recognize when it comes to the 
I guess, hosts of Spaceship Earth. This was the odd man out, so yeah. to speak. He was a radio personality from back in the day. His most famous voiceover work was for the opening title to The Outer Limits when he was like, oh. we control the vertical, we control the horizontal. And by the way, I am auditioning for that. If somebody would like to, I'll be the voice of Outer Limits. Um, but yeah, that like his haunting voice. And, and if you listen to it, it's such a classic. It sounds almost Twilight Zoney, his voice. Um, and I think that's probably what they were kind of going for. Um, hmm. But yeah, so he, he was the voice for four years. Then it switched then over it to the one. Off. Then it switched over to one that argument there there are arguments for all of these that we're about to talk about but some people think this was the greatest narrator of spaceship earth and that was of course walter cronkite uncle walt walter cronkite ladies and gentlemen like like as we're we're gonna do a little quick peek into my background i have a journalism degree i do appreciate journalism therefore i have a great appreciation of walter cronkite and the way he was America's other Uncle Walt. I just made that joke. I mean, everybody calls Walt Disney Uncle Walt, but Walter Cronkite was the voice of a nation for decades. Yeah. He was a voice that you trusted. When the words came out of his mouth, you knew it was going to be like, like what he just said was on the level. Yeah. And I love the fact that he was the, he was the, I guess, host of Spaceship Earth for so long. And then eventually they did move on and we'll, we'll, talk about who replaced him but i love the fact that even though he is no longer the voiceover for spaceship earth he still has a presence because in the scene where that family is gathered around their tv watching the moon landing whose news broadcast was that that was walter cronkite's news broadcast where he takes off his glasses and you see that human emotion of him breaking being like Oh my God, this is something I never thought I would see. This is that is that is the crack in that old school journalism that lets you know there is a human back there. And I just, I, yeah, I, I just, I love the fact that a Walter was, was the voiceover for so long. And I love the fact that he still has a presence in the ride to this day, because I think that Walter Cronkite, he kind of embodies the story that spaceship earth wants to tell just about how we use all these technologies to tell these stories, to move us as a race forward. And he was so dang good at it too. it brings us together it advances yes. us yeah you're you're absolutely right i i honestly don't know how we top that as like a like Seriously. like because that what you just said 100 percent, walter cronkite and the fact that he was the narrator it, it really was like perfect for what this ride the story this ride was trying to tell so walter cronkite yeah you're absolutely right um and they replaced it with jeremy irons Jeremy Irons took over in 94 and lasted until 2007. Pretty and, good run. And that, yeah, a very good run. That's when I hear the Spaceship Earth voice, it's starting to get to the point where now when I think about it, it's always Dame Judy Dench. But, um, but I do still have such a vivid memory of hearing Jeremy Irons deliver that like a grand and miraculous spaceship. Mm-hmm. Like I still have that in my head. I um, mean, I did make the joke and they replaced it with Jeremy Irons. That's not a slide on Jeremy Irons and what he did doing the VO for yeah. spaceship earth. I, I think he did a great job too. Yeah. Um, scar forever. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Judy- no, I did think the whole scene where he threw Mufasa off the top of the uh, Epcot <laughs> ball was a little out of place, but you know, whatever. And then 2008, Judy Dench took over and she is still reigning supreme over Spaceship Earth. Um, Spaceship Earth stands 165 feet. Uh, oh, no, that's the diameter. 165 feet. The height is 180 feet. Circumference 518 feet. 
it is a monster. Okay, now <laughs> let's start kind of working our way through and and hitting some of the highlights of the ride. Um, we mentioned that at the beginning, you you see the cavemen and they're coordinating through communication how they're going to hunt this woolly mammoth, and that's how they take down this giant monster that could easily take one of them down if it, if they were on their own. So we start to work together. We start to come together as a people and start to move forward uh, through communication. And then we move on to an actual caveman scene where they're telling stories and writing pictures on the cave walls. Do you know, sometimes I forget that the cave art moves and when it happens, I'm like, when it happens, I'm like, Whoa. (laughs) And then I'm like, wait, is this a Harry Potter? Um, (laughs) You're like, Oh man, my drugs have just kicked in. (laughs) So, so it is pretty cool because it looks really neat. Like it, it, Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, If you didn't expect it, it could be a big surprise right there. Um, And, uh, I like that scene. I like every one of the scenes you move through. The the costuming they do on the animatronics is just so detailed and so authentic that it looks so good. I mean, I, I love the 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 furs that the cavemen are wearing, I, and I like the uh, the torches. Uh, the torches and fire in this ride are always so mm-hmm. so good. The burning of the library of Alexandria always gets me. Oh, yeah. Don't take that wrong. I'm going to be like, yeah, burn library. But, but but at the same time, it's like that is such just a cool scene. It is. It's great. The, the smell. You, the, you oh. feel the heat. You you see what you think is fire. It's 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 that perfect. Like you're yeah. telling your brain you're on fire, but you're really not. Yeah. Um, that's another one that I like before they kind of changed up the scenes a little bit. I still remember, um, Rome falling. Uh, but right before you get to that part, I'm still thinking about the Jeremy Irons voiceover when he would say all roads led to Rome and you would see there was like a little horse projection, horse carriage projection. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you remember that. Um, but then Rome burns and that smell of Rome burning. And now like library of Alexandria, like that smell it, you, I talk about the crayons when I'm going up the ramp to get on the right. This is the other one that, like, if I ever smell anything that smells like this, it takes me right into Spaceship Earth. And now our good friend Frank has sent us both wax melts that smell like Rome burning. If you want your house to smell like burning Rome, it can happen. Uh-huh. With, 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 with a mix of barbecue, I noticed. Yeah. Really, kind of really like had to, had to uh, air my condo out after that it's one. It's pretty... Yeah, it's intense. It's Let's just say that. Yeah, it is, but it does smell it's like intense. it. It does, oh yeah, it does. It, <laughs> when when you first start, it was like, oh, that's nice. Oh, there's more of it. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. <laughs> I gotta go somewhere now. Yeah. I have to go. Um, but yeah, it really does take you right there. Don't forget before you get to Rome, you've got to thank the Phoenicians. Oh um, yeah, how like if if we have anything, it's because of the Phoenicians. Yeah, so thank you, Phoenicians. They talk about creating the alphabet. Um, that scene's really cool because you got the two boats that are beside each other and they're kind of floating. And God, it's it's yeah. a really cool looking effect. But That's such a cool like I, I just love everything about this. Room. As we so cool. always, as we exit that room, I always just go, "Thank you, Phoenicians." Like it's just <laughs> you have to. Um, you, we talked about the Library of Alexandria burning. Then we move on to the Middle East where. Arab and Jewish scholars were actually protecting copies of the books that we thought we lost in the Library of Alexandria. Move on, move on to Europe with monks copying down the text. We've got the sleeping monk sleeping on the job. That's uh, one of my favorite parts of the ride is like, like <laughs> him just posted because I know if I ever made it to a Disney attraction, that would be me. <laughs> it's like, I finally made it. Here, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, that's that. It is good. Um, that's another very dark scene. Like, I mean, lighting wise, it's very dim in there. 
Um, you move into Europe, uh, or sorry, uh, into the Renaissance, where you start to see like painting and sculpting. Um, oh, the the invention of the printing press is a mm-hmm. cool scene. Th- that's where you start to get to the Sistine Chapel and Michelangelo painting, and he's been still. By the way. Still on break. The last time we wrote it, he's still on break. I, I realize he's been painting for a long time, but this seems excessive at this point. Um, and then we move on to America. Start to see the newspaper production, the kids selling newspapers to no one, looking at the wall. Uh, uh, little did they know they were ahead of the curve when it came to print journalism. <laughs> uh, we see the telegraphs. We start to see the cinema, the Jesse Owens broadcast. Um phone switch with the the ladies that are moving the plugs for the phones the radio broadcast which you got i'm sure you look at that and you kind of tip your hat to it as a radio oh guy. absolutely yeah yeah is a radio dork i mean hearing the calls of jesse owens going into nazi germany and winning all those golds yeah. in the face of adolf hitler i i love that and we already talked about how i have an appreciation for seeing walter cronkite's tv yeah. broadcast of seeing neil armstrong walk on the moon I, like as as a student of a I guess telecommunications and the industry that comes with it, journalism, I do like those parts of the ride. Because, I mean, say what you will about journalism, it, it's had its, its peaks and valleys, but without it, we wouldn't have gotten to where we are now. Absolutely. Yeah. And anything can be used for evil if people would like, especially something, yes, it can. something as powerful as communication. Like, you know, and, and the way that we Watch me as I make this look around at everything motion. Right. <laughs> And we start to we start to get to modern day at this point. We go through the um, like you mentioned the moon landing, the family watching from home, uh, onto computers that powered the rockets and and space space. To be fair, I know everybody says that the actual casing of the ride is the icon for the ride. I think the true icon for Spaceship Earth is standing there in that computer lab with her afro. Oh my gosh. I, I she's love awesome. I love the she's, she's the best part of the ride. The yellow leggings she's got yes. on. She's the she's leggings. Got some, oh. the, the big earrings. She's got some style for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want to party with her. Yeah. <laughs> she's an icon. I agree. Um, and then into a garage where the personal computer is being developed. Um, then then that's where we actually reach the peak, the highest point of the ride. We start to spin sideways. We see space and Earth being projected on the actual top of the dome which is very very cool mm-hmm. uh, my kids i don't think my kids still believe that's actually the top of spaceship earth they're like no it's not i'm like no that really is look at really? it you can see the triangle they're like no it's not that's not the- i don't know why if i remember correctly i think if the lights were to come on while you're at the top of uh that part with the projection there's uh some uh not animatronics but i guess just like like pieces that were used in previous iterations of spaceship mm. earth still up there not you know prominently displayed but if you know where to look and the situation arises you can still see it's a uh, spaceman uh looking to get into a capsule oh, still yeah. up there that's awesome i wish they would, mm-hmm. why not have that out there? i know right like like come on just just point it point of light it's right there <laughs> yeah so um so that's cool and then you turn backwards and you start that's when the touch screen really comes into effect because you're gonna be hit with a series of questions you can answer them whatever way you would like and then it gives you a projection of a tailored image of the future just for you um which i've tried now every time i write it it's a challenge to see if i can get like a different ending mm-hmm. um, yep. and, oh and this is where i didn't mention at the beginning they take your picture and your face is going to be put into this video and I don't know if it's like my height or the shape of my face. I never get a good picture on this thing. And usually my eyes are blacked out, 
which makes me look weird. Evil. Yeah. So I try to, I've, I've been recently, like when it's time for the picture, I shrink down a little bit. Got to slump down and try getting, getting perfect picture spot. Yeah. Um, See, whenever I do it, I always try to make the most horrible, hilarious face possible. So later on when it's like, you know, you're going into the future and you're going out to the country and you're going to get there through solar powered cars or whatever. <laughs> There's my guy with just the most horrified face, like, <laughs> like, like, like him just perpetually screaming through the depths of space. It's fantastic. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I like doing the silly face, but I also feel challenged to actually get a good picture on there. To actually point. get shown up in the picture. Uh, get that. Sometimes so, so you want your face to show up as opposed to like the top part of your torso. Yeah. Sometimes Garrett doesn't show up at all. Like, I don't know what's happening with his face, but it what? just puts a blank face up there. Yeah, he's a ghost, I think. He's been a ghost the whole I time. I knew it. Yeah. I remember in the olden days uh, when the ride would turn backwards and there were still things to see on either side of your ride vehicle as you were going down. And I I mean, I guess this is just nostalgia getting to me, but I miss that stuff um, showing like the future of what communication could look like. And, it, and I guess some of it's kind of dated because if I remember right... There was like a, a part where it might show like a video call, basically. <laughs> Which I mean, it, back in the nineties, like, oh my god, that's amazing. Now in twenty twenty, it's like, yeah, literally every device I've had for the last ten years can do that. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I mean, like, like I, I'm not gonna say it's you being nostalgic. I do kind of wish there was something to look at as you go down. Yeah. From the top of the ride, as opposed to just endlessly, what a row of lights, star, like a star field. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, granted, it is trying to cr create a star field, like you said, and the and the effects pretty good. But at the same time, like I would like to have something to look at on the side, as opposed to just staring yeah. at the screen, and be like, "Yep, okay, I know where this is going." Because if you have ridden this ride, you can try to get different answers on that questionnaire. Actually, getting different answers, yeah, that's kind of difficult. Yeah, a whole nother. Uh, animal entirely and then um and then once you get off you exit on the moving platform and then you go into um the i guess what they call project tomorrow still um <laughs> where there are lots of different interactive exhibits that you can take advantage of i actually did one recently where you sit down and you're driving like a, a spy car and you all you all you can really do is either accelerate or decelerate you be careful because that is a sensitive steering wheel. You'll be all over the road. Um, and then you press a button to like activate special powers. They've got one where it's almost like a shuffleboard kind of a thing where you've got a stick that has like a, like a C shape hook on the end of it. That is kind of mm -hmm. flat and you can move these different power sources that are just being projected on the floor. You move them into different spots and there's some different things to do. I remember in the olden days, there was an exhibit where you could go into like a little booth and there was a TV screen. And I think it like projected you into the TV screen. Like you became part of what was like the show and it would interact with you a little bit. I could be like Nick arcade or something. It wasn't a game though. It was more like you could talk. I think it would talk to you and stuff. I could be totally remembering that wrong, but all that stuff was hmm. a lot of it was really more communication based because that was back when it was the AT&T world neighborhood or whatever. So it was heavily it. into building towards yeah. communication and they had a stake in it. it yeah. was like, I would be interested to see what it was previously, because I'll be honest right now, what it is does literally nothing for me. Like, like yeah. I, I only call it like one more step until I can get out of spaceship yeah. earth. Yeah. It does project your pictures up on that. Um, like there's a room. No, it doesn't. It, it, it has never once projected my picture. It's, I've sat there for 10 <laughs> minutes and waited for my horrifying space scream face to come up. 
nothing. Yeah, there's a little area in the middle where, in theory, it should project your picture up into the <laughs> um, onto the display. I, I've seen ours up there, um, and and then you're right. Then you can just exit, and that's by the way, if you're looking for it. That's where the gumball wall is. If you need a picture of an Epcot wall mm-hmm. for your Instagram, uh, right there as you exit the Project Tomorrow be- building is where you're going to find it. Yeah, I don't it. even have an Instagram, and I got a picture of that. We had to. You had to. Maybe I should get an Instagram since I have. Do it. The, it just I don't know. I feel like I'm picture. too old to be on Instagram, right, Jen and Frank on TikTok? <laughs> oh, whoops. Sorry, my bad. Shots fired. <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit about it previously. There is an upcoming... Uh, a looming refurbishment, a long refurbishment where they yeah, said that two years yeah, reportedly, right? Yeah. Spaceship Earth might be down for two years Yeesh. and there's a lot. We we did hear that um, the story is going to be developed so that it's like communication through storytelling, um, which I think mm. is somewhat similar to what we're what we've got. But I think there's going to be more like Disney storytelling involved. I would imagine, though, that we're going to get some uh, Disney animated classics in there. I think it's going to probably uh, have a Steve lot. Steve Willie is definitely showing up. Have a lot of maybe connections to the harmonious nighttime show that it's that we're going to get. Um, mm, okay. I would think it's going to be something like that. So we'll see. I I'm going to be positive about it. Look, I know that some of that stuff in there needs to be updated. I, I think personally, I think some's timeless, but I do get that that. Some of not it, everything is. Yeah, not everything is, and, and it needs to be updated. And um, I'm going to hold judgment until I see what they actually end up doing with it. But if it's it turns a long two years, if it yeah, and if it turns out they start like leaking some stuff, and it's just like all just IPs throughout the whole thing, and the, and it's and it's really very loosely connected to edutainment, we might have to have a festivus, several festivus <laughs> uh, episodes to to really get. I kind of feel like we should do like just we'll just have. Interim Festivus. If if there's ever like something that we're really upset about that's going on with Disney, we're like, okay, I think it's time for a Festivus episode. I like that. I yeah. mean, airing of grievances that that feels like a healthy thing to do year round. Yeah. Instead of keeping it bottled up for you know an entire calendar year, let some of that get out because because if you don't let it out, that's how you get cancer. <laughs> don't keep the hatred in your heart. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I love Spaceship Earth. I, I don't think that the exterior is ever going to go away. Spaceship Earth at night is like one of the most oh gorgeous gosh, like yes. Disney views that you can possibly have. Like uh, like I I know Jen and Frank did a poll Twitter. It's like like which which do you like better, Spaceship Earth in the day or Spaceship Earth at night? Really, was that ever a question? Yeah. Like when it's lit up, that right there is like peak Disney to me. Yeah. Like, I could I could literally just sit there and watch that, and I'd be fine. I think it's a nice cherry on top as you're walking back from your evening in world showcase and you get to pass under that beautiful icon in all her glory it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a nice way to wrap it up and seeing the monorail go around it man it's just it's great is this the number one walt disney world resort icon well that is that is quite a question yeah we are well, how about this? How about we throw that up on the Twitter and we'll do a poll. We'll see what the listeners have to say. Which is the most iconic Walt Disney World Resort icon? Very good. So uh, let's let us know. What do you think? Is Spaceship Earth the number one Disney World icon in your opinion, or do you think you can't uh, you can't take down Cinderella's castle? And I and I get that opinion. If, if oh, that's... that I do too. I like. Yeah. I really feel like. Don't get me wrong. I love Hollywood Studio. I love Animal Kingdom. 
But I really feel like it's a it's a this or that conversation. It's either it's either spaceship or Earth or it is Cinderella's. Yeah. Case. But I mean, if, if if you feel that strongly about the tree of life and I think it's awesome, tell us why. Exactly. Twitter.com slash morning or morning monorail. Yeah, you got it. And, yes. And if you if you do want to just tell Landon directly how you feel, send all of your hate comments. <laughs> No. Really? You're trying to start something? <laughs> Just remember, Diz Twitter, your arms are too short to box with God. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please come follow me. Yeah, Landon Doan, he's the best. Landon <laughs> Doan, not the rest. Yeah, you're the one that has to sing the song because you just put you just framed this in a whole sorts of confrontational situation. I know how to fire you up. Yeah, you do. Also, uh, I do run a website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Oh, I should not try to do a Walter Cronkite. Sit on your butt and munch. Okay. Great Walter Cronkite impersonation. <laughs> That's where you can find other podcasts. We are actually going to be breaking out whatever the R&D project is that is coming back to life. So be sure and keep an eye at buttmunchchips.com for that. Also available in the iTunes store because I'm going to start paying to get that going again. And uh, I also am on the Phil show on... News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee. They always love it when you forget what radio station you're on. Uh, management uh, is going to be talking to me about that, I'm sure. Uh, News Talk 987.com streaming worldwide available in the iTunes store. Search the Phil show for all that goodness and stuff. And all that yeah. jazz. Go Titans! <laughs> we'll see how that comment ages. <laughs> it's shortly just in a few hours uh, indeed indeed all right man have a great week and we will talk to you next time yeah and next time i talk to you it will be in person baby Woo! Welcome back to the monorail. Hope you enjoyed M34D today. I'm sure it was delightful, as usual. <laughs> was Landon naked? I'm, I'm hoping he wasn't today. <laughs> it's hard to say because, uh, you know, we're doing the old uh, recording out of order, which we do sometimes. So um, this is me pretending that <laughs> we had a great segment of M34D and it went off without a hitch. You're messing um, up the magic. I'm sorry. Don't talk about it. They paid for the behind the scenes tour right. this week. <laughs> okay. Um, as we discussed previously, we had kind of a, a situation that was hanging out there that needed to be resolved. And what I'm referring to is Franken Lederhosen, Franken Lederhosen, but that's kind of the shorthand for the fundraising competition that we had going on with the Dillos. So back in, I don't know, January of last year, we challenged them. <laughs> <laughs> to a fundraising competition <laughs> to raise money for Give Kids the World. And we laid out some criteria about, like, you know, if we raise more money, there's going to be some challenges that maybe you have to do. And and if we if you all raise more money, there's going to be some things that we have to do. And, and Frank, Frank countered with his request for us to make the video in hashtag always MGM. Hollywood Studios showcasing the shadow, the shadows. The, yeah, that's all the there is. The shadows. You're right. It's the shadow shade. The shadow shade keeps moving showcasing. as the sun moves. I can't keep up. 
Yeah. Um, the underworld. But of course, of course, the other side of that was Frank and Lederhosen, if we were to be the winners. Well, as the fundraising competition came to a conclusion, there was some controversy. Just like everything we ever do, it didn't wind up the way we expected. Yeah. Which is fine, because at the end of the day, it was for the kids, and we raised a bunch of money. And I'm being very positive about the fact, ignore that I am one of the most competitive people in the world, (laughs) and I want to win everything that I set out to do. It's true. When the kids were little, he would beat them at little board games and he'd be like ha <laughs> thank you for adding at little board games because that almost sounded <laughs> like I just beat the children hi-ho cherio you were like ha my oh, i have more cherries than no, you here's the thing i'm not Suck a per- it, i'm not kids. a participation trophy person like at all there are winners and losers in life and this is a lesson that kids need to learn from the beginning yeah Mario and, and i'm not gonna lay down yeah. and let them beat me i will tell you one of my favorite memories of growing up was when i finally started beating my dad at basketball because he didn't let me win when i was a kid do you remember when you pushed mckenna in the mud that was not competitive that, <laughs> was, that was her being uncoordinated and just throwing herself in the mud you pushed me in the mud three times it I only happened twice. throw myself in the mud <laughs> it really only happened um, twice okay the, anyway that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. What we're talking about is competitive and the competitive drive that I have inside of me. That snowball fights. I am you make competitive kids at cry. snowball fights. Yeah. Well, if they if they're not as good as me, then that might happen. <laughs> but but anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. All I'm trying to say is, I believed that the competition would actually fuel us both to raise more money for Give Kids the World. And that, at the end of the day, that was the point, right? Raising the most money. But also, we wanted Frank and Lederhosen. So, we wanted to win. But at the end, there was some discrepancy about who actually won the race. We did. Well, but we did. there was some discrepancy. Right. Um, and so, what we decided to do was, since it's not clear, and since there's you know, there there's arguments on both sides about what may have happened or may not have happened. We We really needed to bring the group together and come to some sort of resolution that works for everybody. And I think at the end of the day, we have to find something that works for the people because that's what it's about. So in order to do this, we have to bring Frank and Jen on and we are going to do that. Even though Frank has already been talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Welcome once again to the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Our favorite Monorail cousins, the Dillos of Theme Park Thursday, with Dillos Diz on the Improviser's Guide. You do it. Improviser's Guide Network. It is Frank and Jen. <laughs> Welcome back to the Monorail. We're so happy you're here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Making sure Jen did the hello. I, already, I was already talking. <laughs> I have a quick question for you guys. Yeah. Why don't you celebrate January and Frankuary? <laughs> oh. Well, actually, oh. it is January. I mean, we should mention. Yeah. It is the no. birth, mm-hmm. birthday month, mm-hmm. I think. You know what, guys? <laughs> I, <laughs> this is about Frank and Lederhosen. We did not need to talk about anything else. <laughs> One week from this Monday, Jen turns another year. Older. I need- look at the face. She's so upset. <laughs> I need your address. That's oh not creepy. Okay. Wow. That's not creepy. Don't talk about it on the podcast, but later I <laughs> okay. need your address. Give, give those Sam, numbers out now. Sam, you're going to meet her this week. You don't have to come to the house. No, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's right. Birthday I mean, hugs. Maybe, and maybe, no. maybe. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> I'm Easy. kidding. We're Easy. straight. <laughs> <laughs> Already. <laughs> Already. <laughs> well, before we get into the, you know, what could be a contentious debate here, I think we should talk about the fact that you're going to meet your best friend this week I'm gonna, for the first time ever. I don't even know how to, like, contain ever. my emotions. Jen, yes. I'm, like, <laughs> oozing with excitement. How are you Oozy. feeling? She's oozing. <laughs> I too am oozing. Uh, I think oozing is a great the, word. That's yeah. the flu that she's talking about. Yeah. That's the flu. <laughs> See, I had the flu. I understand. That's why yeah. I said oozing. Well, that's why we're besties. I know, right? Besties yep. who flew together. <laughs> and it sucks. Well, I uh, I don't I don't know if I'm fully comprehending. Frank keeps texting me, and I'm like, I. I don't understand what you're saying a week from now. I don't, what? It's, I don't know. I, I I think it happened so fast. And then like the five-year-old got sick. I got sick. And I'm like, yeah. wait, now this is happening next week. <laughs> what? I don't know what's going on. So um, I'm excited. And uh, I, you know, like you've heard, I've had dreams about it. So it's really just making dreams come true. I mean, <laughs> Will there be tears? Will there be tears? Tears of joy? I think there'll be like a slow run to each other. Oh Oh my god, yeah. We gotta get that. (laughs) We gotta get the video of that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I actually actually thought about this at work today. So I was so busy at work that my mind couldn't focus on it. So I started thinking about you. (laughs) (laughs) Like one does. Yeah. Seriously, I was like, oh, man, what am I going to do when I meet Jen? Like, do I just casually walk up and shake her hand? And I was like, no. You know that's not it. I I think that I am. I'm going to need somebody to help me from stop accelerating my run so I don't, like, smash you to the ground. This is going to be a tackle. Sorry. I've had the flu, Sam. I'm not very sturdy on my feet. I'm a little weaker than I normally am. It's okay. Go easy. Go easy on me. Maybe I'll knock it right out of you. (laughs) But I'm super excited. I can't. I'm. I just. I'm very happy about this. It's going to be a fun weekend. But I really do think that Mm -hmm. this is going to be one of the highlights for sure. Oh yeah. Well, this love fest is the way you start a contentious debate, is what I think. I think it's good. I think we're going to make a love fest sandwich, is what we're going to do. Because now, mm. now we got to now we're going to butt heads here for a minute, Hold and on. then we're going to wrap it up, and we're all going to be happy because we're going to come to a, a good conclusion. Is what? it a love fest sandwich? A, well, I don't say I don't say sandwich in this house. Yeah, I got bullied for saying that. Don't say it. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I it's on Twitter. The sandwich <laughs> versus sandwich. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So I am there, the you've got you've got people who say sandwich, which yeah. is not a word, and then <laughs> the people who are right who say sandwich. Right. Mm-hmm. I think. What I, about sandwich? I've heard sang- yes. Sang- sandwich is, is that? that's fine because that's like I've heard it. I'm just saying it's fine because it's I like, like something on another planet. Please. <laughs> one sandwich. Give me that sandwich. I think my catchphrase needs to be "Where my saint or where my witch is at?" Because <laughs> I'm the I same. Like <laughs> <laughs> I 
right? No. <laughs> mm. nope. Every time you I say like Sam, I want to say Sam Lamy, but that's not <laughs> Sam <a word>. Lamy. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not in this conversation right now. I'm not here Join for it. this. Yeah, is, is McKenna like the neutral party? What is uh, her place yeah. here? Oh, or is she just um, Team Monorail? Oh wait, what are we doing? <laughs> Well, <laughs> more than Good likely, question. more than likely, McKenna would vote on your side because she would want to see us, her suffer. parents, suffer in okay. whatever way possible. I think so. we should all eat, like we should go back to the beginning. And get as much fettuccine Alfredo as we can. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh. This is a good idea. Where the, it the all fettuccine started. Alfredo challenge. Yeah. And oh, talk about armadillos and. Yeah. I actually saw a dead armadillo and I thought <laughs> about the dillos. I saw one too the other day. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. I only see him as roadkill around here. I know. It's really <laughs> sad, but I saw one on the side of the road and I was like, all oh, the dillos. I saw a I like dog. <laughs> I like, I like your thoughts about us meeting better than like, oh, look, a dead armadillo. Oh, the dillos. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but think, well, did you know that the armadillos um, were are native to Florida or something like that when you were schooling us on armadillos? Because Garrett. <laughs> well, Garrett, asked, Garrett asked the question. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So, um, yeah, McKenna, you know, you, you could serve as some sort of a vote one way or the other. But actually, the reason she's here is because I think the kids should be just as involved in these challenges as, mm-hmm. as the rest of us. Should we? Agreed. So, yeah. But there's like two people there. Yeah. And then there's doesn't two matter. people here. That doesn't matter. You were Team Monorail. It's equal. Whatever happens to Team it's Monorail. Equal. You don't jump off the monorail if we okay, lose. But That's if not we, how it works. You never <laughs> jump off a monorail, kids. Ever. At ever. home. Listening. That is, hey, if you've got a hang glider, maybe. Um, but like, <laughs> don't laugh at that one. That one was pitiful. Don't laugh. Um, but like, uh, this is an equal kind of deal. And if we lost in the original challenge, all I was going to do was make sarcastic comments. Yeah, but you were still going to be there. Yeah, but it. I was going to be the worst. But Well, you'll still probably be the worst. That's cool. <laughs> okay. But you're going to participate. So I, I'll, I'll just open it up to you all. So what are your thoughts? Did you have any initial ideas about... Something because I really kind of feel like if there is a way for us to maybe compete or complete a, I'm still in competition mode, <laughs> complete some sort of like a joint challenge or, or something where we all are doing something together, especially considering the fact we're all going to be in the same place here in, say, mm-hmm. about a week, yep. then, then maybe that would be good. But, but what are your thoughts? I mean, I am, you know, first of all, I, I would call the competition a draw. I would not say you guys won. I would not say we won. Maybe we had some we shenanigans. We won. But uh, I think in the overall, it was a draw. So I think we should do it all together. Now, that being said, you've heard me say on Theme Park Thursday with Dillos Diz that, uh, you know, I don't like to let people down. So I was willing to wear the lederhosen. I don't think I'm willing to wear lederhosen <laughs> at Jocelyn's meetup. I don't think that's fair to the meetup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whether it happens at a different point during the Magic Kingdom Day or on uh, the 25th or whether the night before uh, we could arrange something, I'll say it out loud, depending on, <laughs> you know, 
certain scenarios and situations playing out that we have that time available. Um, I would be willing to have a time and a place that I would wear Lederhosen, but I like the idea of all of us doing something together that has nothing to do with Lederhosen. Yeah. And I, I'm cool with it. I mean, I know that, Frank, you really didn't want to do this. He By actually the way, wants a kill. Let me, let me ask, why are you so against the Lederhosen thing? I'm, I, this, I've been curious about this because I feel like I've seen, I saw your Disney is all around us video, and I'm thinking <laughs> that there is nothing that's going to be more incriminating on, uh, on the internet than that. Valid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and I don't mind, uh, you know, uh, taking as as we would say in the in the improvisers guide network trade, uh, the low status. I don't mind having that put on me. So it's not so much about losing; it's more about I, I definitely didn't want to wear them the whole day. I definitely did not. Want to, I did not want to. And you didn't want to drink around the world in them. Not necessarily. Was I willing to do a stunt with drunk stormtrooper walking hand in hand across the boardwalk? <laughs> all right. But the idea of wearing lederhosen all day, my legs are long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, pasty, I, it'd be uh, great. It's, it wouldn't yeah. be a good look. <laughs> it wouldn't be a good It's not a good look. If I was a little shorter, maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I was just curious because I feel like of all the things we could have asked, like, yeah, it's a little bit embarrassing, but it's not that bad. <laughs> Maybe all day is bad. I would do all it. All day would have been rough. Yeah. What? And then it would have been 40 degrees that day. We should direct everyone to the no pants video because, I mean, aren't <laughs> you in like bicycle shorts pretty much yes. in that video? What? We'll post that, we'll post we'll that post for you guys it. on this Monday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. McKenna, you No, you I was seem just confused. curious about the temp. It's unrelated. I just wanted to oh. know what the temperature was going to be on the meetup day since I will oh. be making an appearance. Yeah, it's out in public. Oh, man. I, th- I, th- I think it's making an appearance. Yeah, she watch is. out. Mm. I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna have to wash my hair. I think it's gonna. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think it's gonna be mild. Mild. I need. Should I get hot? No. Let's okay. See. It's 19 degrees here now. Uh, let's see. A, a balmy 19 degrees. 73. It yeah, says that's what I was thinking. For that day? like full makeup, full black, <laughs> big shoes. Oh my god. Whatever. whatever Floats your boat, and then okay. people would be like, "Who is <laughs> what's happening?" You still have to walk around the Magic Kingdom uh, all fine. day. Bands, bands. Gah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, okay. Hey, you know, last week you guys were talking about uh, the things you haven't done that's on Main Street, and mm-hmm. I, I, I suddenly had a flash of it would be great if we could do one of those old timey photos where we all have to dress up, and that then like, so oh, fun. that would be that good. would be fun. I yeah. like that. Hmm. That's that's, hmm. A, that's a pretty good thought. Wait, right where's that at? I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to do some research on that. I just okay. thought of that now. Mm-hmm. That'd be Where, fun. Is the camera? Well, uh, um, I don't know what year this is. There's no camera store on Main Street anymore. <laughs> it's probably connected to the Kodak store. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think there's yeah. a Kodak store anymore. Uh, <laughs> I think Kodak doesn't really have much of a business no. at this point. Yeah, <laughs> just printers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They- Welcome to uh, our nostalgic take on. <laughs> <laughs> like it's over in the Kodak store. It's right, right? attached. We do right there. Right over no. there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think at this point, you know, I ordering lederhosen and, and having them fit properly in time for Saturday is probably out of the question. Yeah. 
Oh, what a shame. It is. Yeah. Really I was actually really okay with it not happening. <laughs> I think it would have been hilarious. I'm, I'm I mean, sad. I would have laughed. I'm just saying, you know, I don't. I'm good. <laughs> when, I, when I was listening to this most recent Theme Park Thursday, and um, I heard you all talking about the Skyliner, and Frank was like, well, I feel like I feel like we have to do it. And Jen's like, no. Yeah, no. she's and going. So, so I was thinking to myself, why did we not think of that um, as a consequence? That's right. I wasn't involved at all. I yeah. was just sitting back. Oh, my like, gosh. Yeah. Did we just figure it out? Well, that would only be for Jen, though. The rest of us don't. It wouldn't be a consequence for yeah. any of us. But then we can figure out when we We're get off. We're just going to send you. Bye, Jen. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. No, we'll get on with her. Yeah. Get, she has to ride. And then when we get off, there's some other shenanigans we get into. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we could each have a consequence. Mm. <laughs> it's like a marathon of consequences. <laughs> That's me stifling a cough and a laugh. It just sounded like a very vocal disagreement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm getting more and more old man every week. Every week. <laughs> like, what's that thing I hate to do in Disney? Like, every time you're like, come on, let's do it. I'm like, I do not want to do that. Um, it's something. But I can't remember it at the carousel time. Carousel of progress. No, I, I like Be the seen with us. No, um, <laughs> photo pass pictures. <laughs> no, I wish that's Garrett. <laughs> Mom could do Mission Space by herself. Um, no, no. Why would we see that? Doesn't sound that doesn't even sit. sound fun though. No, I'll just be. She sick would be afterwards. nauseous. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's not good. It has to be fun, and also there has to be a way to document it uh, as well. <laughs> so we have a GoPro. Document Mom on. <laughs> You're so mean. Yeah, that's just. You're just I, okay, mean. See, see, exactly. I can't you want to see your mom suffer? I'm just mean. I'm. I don't. <laughs> I'm a mean. Did I'm you guys mean. have thoughts? What were you guys thinking uh, to make me do it? At the very least. Oh well, we, 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 we weren't thinking. Wasn't. We weren't thinking individually. I mean, we were. Mm-hmm. We were trying to come up with like. A so thing. yeah. So do we? You know. I, I started thinking about like on the Magic Kingdom day. Was it? Was there something like? Do we all go? I don't know, meet Cinderella or something. I don't know. Like right. something like that. I um, got in trouble because I said we have to go do the monorail loop and take shots. And Justin well, was like, no. Well, first of all, that's not really. <laughs> <laughs> We're rewarding ourselves. Exactly. For this money. <laughs> I don't know. We'd all act like a bunch of dummies after a while, though. <clears throat> yeah. Um <laughs> See, I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like I, I almost, I almost think we, we, we needed to have maybe a little more lead time because it would have been nice if we mm-hmm. could have like coordinated. Like I like the uh, the routine that uh-huh. Frank and Jen did. It'd be almost awesome if we could come up with something that the group of us could do together. Right. Yeah. There are many TikTok dances, guys. Yeah, you I mean, you do. can join us. Jen wants to have a TikTok party. And if you guys want to end on the TikTok party party on that Saturday, so, okay, please join okay, us. Okay, okay, so this is this is not a bad idea, okay? No. We could do, we could do some like, sort of a... Like listen, McKenna. this is really good. McKenna, maybe you could film it. If you I, don't want to be uh-huh. in it, you could you could be the camera person. Fine. And maybe McKenna's we should... has got to be in it. Maybe we should pick a TikTok dance, and mm-hmm. we do it in front of the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
there's no think, room. There there's will, like a will, million people everywhere. We'll, we'll make room. And then people are going to be like, what is this, a flash mob? And they'll give us room. Oh, my God. Flash and mobs fairness, are something. I do see on TikTok everybody doing TikTok dances in front of the Magic Kingdom. So I think, I mean, the castle. So uh, I think it's pretty normal yeah. at this point. Then it doesn't sound cool. Oh, well, that's I'm true, too. Everyone else is doing it. But you're cool, Jen. I can't wait <laughs> to meet coolest, you. You're the coolest, Sam. <laughs> I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> Not creepy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, know, but I don't think... McKenna doesn't think that's cool, so I don't know. It, it's really not yeah, supposed see, to be cool. Oh, yeah, well, then it's, then it's right up our alley. McKenna, what TikTok dance do you think we should do? One that's not from, like, the beginning of TikTok. Right. Yeah, I, McKenna, I you can don't... vet it for us. Yeah. You want to um, make suggestions. Should we do the renegade dance? Oh, I don't know that one. What's that one? No. Do you, do you what know are that you, one? Charlie DeMello or something? Who? Yeah. Oh, listen, she's 15, got 15 million followers. I mean, if I need to take after her, then yes. <laughs> no, she shouldn't be on there. She shouldn't be with the um the guy who said the N-word. She should just like oh. go back home and go to school and like go to college and not do that. Right. Right. <laughs> I, all I'm seeing are, are like still pictures of this, and I'm like, okay, this looks pretty good. The renegade. <laughs> uh, can you? I, I have like the last part down. I, I don't have the rest of it. This guy oh, right yes. here. Look at look at this fella uh, in that tutorial right there. Oh God. We could be that guy. Is he doing it in slow mo? No, That's this is a- just a. It's just a still picture, and it's like. Oh. One of them. He's got his hands behind his head, and he's kind of moving his his yeah, pelvis over end. to the side. Cross. I only have the end down. I don't have anything else down. McKenna's doing it for us right now. Oh, okay. This thing. All right. So, so maybe, so maybe we won't like have necessarily the specific dance, but I do think that this is a good idea because I know Jen, you wanted to get some good TikTok content. That's right. Let's put a I pin mean. in it. Let's put a pin in it. No, th- right. We put well in the selection process. Yes, but I do think that this this will work because it's something that all of us can do. We can work on it. We've got a week to get the dance yep. down, and we can mm-hmm. study it, and then we'll do it. Like it doesn't have to be in front of the castle. We could do it wherever. Like right. we got we got to pick yes. a good location for it. Right. We could do it in multiple locations and edit it oh, all together that way. Yes, <laughs> that is even better. Frank, you are a genius. <laughs> That's perfect. We do it multiple times and yeah, yes, yes, yep. I love it. McKenna looks concerned. We need costume changes. I'm bringing multiple ears for this. I don't think you understand. TikTok is full of kids that are my age or younger, and they will tear you apart. Who cares? Like that? Like I I I have found. I have found my niche on TikTok, and they are older, and they are parents, and they are hashtag 80s, hashtag 90s kids, hashtag whatever, and they're all the parents of TikTok. And I've also found the Disney Lover Group, which are bunch of disney dorks like us go. like us and i have found them all on tiktok yeah. because i was like you mckenna i was user one two three four five six seven eight nine ten scrolling <laughs> through at night feeling wrong because i was too old but i have found my people yeah. mine <laughs> is goths punks um activist uh broke college students well mm-hmm. by the way i don't give a crap what the kids of TikTok yeah. say yeah. about me. I hope they so, just rip your dad could, apart. Absolutely. I don't care. Not me, though. I'm Come way at me, too bro. cool. Mm. True. 
I'm really cool, so they That's won't really do that true. to me. So. Yes. All right, all right. <laughs> Save it for Saturday. So, multiple locations, costume changes, mostly just because it'll be different days. And, yeah, we just got to pick a dance. We'll land on something. We'll coordinate. And if we do one it. of those photos, hello, costume change. <laughs> do you think do we could dance? do one of those dances? They're not going to be long, right? No. Okay. No. Maybe we could do one with a princess. I like it. Do, well, we could. Yeah. Okay. So we might be able to. Do, I don't think she would do it with us if that's what you're right, saying. Right. But she could stand there and watch while we do our dance. Oh yeah. So and we do our like, hands on we, her face. We like, prepared. Oh, we prepared a routine so for cute. you. And right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Now we're on to something. This is not yeah. a bad idea. <laughs> this right. is actually really good. I'm pretty excited now. I wasn't in because I'm not very good at like coordinating with other people. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm a little bit bossy and a little bit independent. And so I do my own thing. And I'm really scared that I'm not going to remember the moves and I'm going to be like over there doing the hammer or something. <laughs> no, you um, just. Fake when your we way did through. the routine on Christmas, Frank kept going, All right, so we're doing the story, right? I'm like, I did. I haven't watched it. I don't remember all the moves. He's like, It's fine. It's fine. And then he was like talking me through it. That's why at one point I just spin in a circle. <laughs> My boots are getting caught on like rocks on the grass. I'm like, whatever. I think we did it three times. I'm like, yep, that's the best you're going to get. All right, let's go. <laughs> that's how you got the flu. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that turned out amazing. So I know. I mean, my mom was so proud of you. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, if I can make your mom proud, I mean, what yeah. else is there? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like if there was if there was ever really like an initiation to really becoming part of the family, that's it. You guys have done it now. So. <laughs> oh, it's a, Love it. Yeah. So um, it, is is McKenna going to be the one to choose, or are we all going to do research? How's this going to work? I think if McKenna's got suggestions, I'm willing to to hear them. I have to go. I don't. All right. Bye. I don't. Okay. Bye. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's driven her away. <laughs> I'm on the other side of TikTok. <laughs> So I'll right. find some too. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be sending you guys, but you know what? Okay. We need to exchange real numbers. I Justin and oh. Frank, I know you guys text all the time. That's great. <laughs> I'm gonna need everybody's number before okay. next week. So And social security guys. number and Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Ooh, Let's do that now. Credit card. Yeah. The date, the expiration date. Yeah, and the security three code. little numbers on the back. Three magic numbers. The mother's main <laughs> name. Yeah. Oh so first pack. Uh, That'll be, uh, stay tuned. That'll be the post-credit scene today. Um, but yeah. That, I still need Jen's address. I, <laughs> so I love this. I'm actually really excited now. And um, I can't wait because I think that, that the end result of this is going to be worth it for all the trouble we went to of winning but not winning. And yeah. so much winning. Hashtag winning. Mm-hmm. You're going to get tired of all the winning we did. And uh Huh? The, the children. children. It was about the children. Yeah. The kids. One anyway. <laughs> For the kids. As long as they don't start talking in the dark and creeping me out. They're cute. Ooh, us? Children. Oh, the kids. Children. Oh, the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know how kids are like, hey, hey, over here, I, I need... You know. This does not and happen. Then, you want to explain and then what you're this like, is about? <laughs> your kids are creepy, you know? Mm-mm. Well, I've yeah. done some weird stuff as a child, so <laughs> I'll put that out there. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Movies, too. So I also wanted to say 
now to get back to the love fest because we've wrapped okay. up we've wrapped up the competitive portion. So now now the love fest sandwich has to be completed. Um, <laughs> sandwich. Every week when I listen to Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz because I'm a big fan, I always think I have so much to say throughout the show that I almost need to live tweet it. Yeah. Like just throughout while I'm listening or I'm going to start making like a response track to just like a companion track that people could put on like a commentary <laughs> while they listen to theme park Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And McKenna, I'm going to caution you. You don't need to listen to last week because Ratatouille was not getting a lot of love from Frank. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Both of us really. I wasn't going to throw Jen under the bus, but Frank definitely was like, on my list, it's on the bottom of Pixar movies. No, he, I, I think I said I have to watch it again. It's been a really long time since I've seen it. So, so I don't think I could probably. Question, but. <laughs> but, but then you read the list from, where did you find it? Uh, from Vulture. Vulture. Yeah. And that list was shocking. I agreed with Wally at number one. That mm-hmm. one, like, fine with me. But then there were, I was surprised at some of it, and it just made me think. Was Bolt Pixar? Bolt no. was not no, Pixar. Okay, cause it's no, okay, because no one even but remembers not Pixar. Bolt. Uh, Bolt was huge in this house, like, last oh. year for a while, and it was on rotation oh, daily. Oh, Garrett, Garrett loved it. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Garrett loved Bolt. No I was like, what is this movie? It. Kids, like, saw it on Netflix, and then it was just constant. And speaking, no, like Mon- 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 Monsters Inc. was like number twelve in Braver and yeah. nineteen, and I yeah, was like, "That's crazy! Hmm. Yeah. That's that's yeah. crazy." Um, but yeah, with with Bolt, I love the fact that the credits have a John Travolta Molly Cyrus duet over the yeah. credits. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and and it gets stuck in my head. I thought I found you. Like it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. So good. And. Also, you were talking about the uh, Frozen 2 credits, and I wanted to say, did you stay for the post-credit for Frozen yes. 2? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not. No. Oh, so you what? didn't. Well, y- you didn't really need to. The only thing that yeah. you needed to hear was the Weezer version of Lost in the Woods. Yes. Mm. So good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I freaking good. I have heard that on the album. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah. That blew me away. And just listening to you all talk about it, I kind of had a few moments. I was taking my walk at work, getting my not sunshine. And I was thinking about it today, and I've decided I like Frozen 2 better than I did The Rise of Skywalker. 100%. 100%. In fact, with a little time to think about it, The Rise of Skywalker is now sliding in my list. What? Yep. I think you have to see it a second time when your expectations are not that high. I, that would be my... I agree. I agree. I Because, obviously, The Last Jedi... It didn't. It didn't really hit with me until I saw it the second time. Mm. But the Rise of Skywalker, I came out feeling much more like I did after I walked out of, like, say, the Phantom Menace, uh-huh. where I was just like, "What happened?" <laughs> I'm not very happy about your comments right now. I'm sorry. There are parts. <laughs> there are parts that I really do like, but that's that's true about the Phantom Menace too. There's parts I really really like, but there's also parts that I'm like, "What? Why?" Yeah. So. There's only two parts in the whole movie that I'm like. you know and i'm not gonna spoil it for everyone but if you haven't seen it you're not a real star wars fan (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i mean i to say that frozen is better i when we were done with frozen 2 i was like i was all in i loved it i i loved that movie in fact i think it might be for me more rewatchable than frozen i I agree with that yeah well yeah Like and because actually I know Frank you compared um, into the unknown to Let It Go and I, I get that I like mm-hmm. into the unknown way better 
like uh-huh. because because I think it fits Adina better. I think it's right. more in her range, and it sounds yeah. like it sounds better. <laughs> um, and I, I like that song. Lost in the Woods is such a good part of that movie. It's so I know, good. I get it. I get it. And, get it. But the, the whole thing, the whole thing is good, and it felt like a it felt like a logical progression of that story. Whereas I don't know if the Rise of Skywalker did. I think that Frozen was Elsa be like coming out and being a person, and then Frozen Two is Elsa flourishing and becoming who she's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm well on the record saying that sometimes for me sequels are like I, I like them sometimes a little more even than the original story just because you don't have to go through all the character introductions and you get to see right. the development, which mm-hmm. is why I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is better than one. Mm. Um, but and and I mean I I know I'm in the minority on that, but that Frozen Two for me, yeah, it's up there for sure. So anyway, that was my I don't think I response. know you anymore. <laughs> I've said this before. Oh, it's weird. Or did you never listen to Nerd Deuce Cafe? I never <laughs> ever listened to that show. I went on a I long th- rant. Yeah, I think yeah. when I um, learned all the words to Into the Unknown and pretty much nailed it note for note in my car <laughs> yeah. alone, I don't know if I've felt a bigger accomplishment in my life. Oh yeah, nice. than that moment. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got it. That was perfect. <laughs> I've only heard that song during the movie, and I can't even figure out the melody right now. I should probably listen to it again. Well, it starts like this. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. I, I do remember that. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think for Frozen 2, I think I have to see it without the three-year-old sitting next to me, so, to, so I could focus a little more. But I'm trying to uh, think. I'm trying to think. The Rise I- of Skywalker, though. Second viewing for sure. Okay, and I mean I get it from where Force Awakens started to where Rise of Skywalker ended. I think you can you can make an argument, but I, I just think when expectations are not there anymore, the movies are better. I get it. I get it. And, and at the end of the day, it's still Star Wars, and I love Star Wars. Right. It's just I have high expectations for something that I love that much, and I also mm-hmm. think that. You, you've, there's a certain amount of responsibility that comes along with writing and directing something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's all. All right, all right. What? Why are you looking at me? We're, like we're that? Gonna, you know, uh, we're going to try to get on Rise of uh, the Resistance with your yes. buddy Landon on uh, mm-hmm. my buddy too. Now I guess, but yeah. Jen's very excited to meet Landon. I am. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, like I'm be- meeting the whole I'm beating. I'm meeting <laughs> like the entire crew. Yes. Crazy. Actually, Landon dropped that bomb on me earlier tonight. We were texting and he was like, hey, by the way. <laughs> and well, actually, the way he said it was, I think I'm going to be doing Rise because he was supposed to be staying with us, by the way, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, are you staying with us? He's like, no. He's like, I need to be closer because I'm going to be doing Rise on Friday morning. I was like, wait a minute. Frank and Jen are going to be doing Rise on Friday morning. <laughs> and he was like, well, I was going to tell you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Oh. Yeah. And I can't even take that day off. I know, That's I can't. not even fair. I can't either, so I'm very sad. <laughs> but I hope you all have a blast. I'm so excited for you all get to do it because it really is like I are you are you pretty like spoiler free for for yeah, Rise of Resistance? For the most yeah. part. Okay. Mm-hmm. I Good. I've probably seen like you know, a, a picture or two, but like anytime I see a spoiler video starting, like, here we go. I'm like, no, let start scrolling Good. through. Yeah. yeah. I, I really think I wish I'd gone in totally cold for that ride. I mean, I loved it as it was, but I can imagine if you had no idea what was coming, it's yeah. going to be like, yeah. yeah, like seriously. And, um, 
Like, I don't think Smuggler's Run is ruined by knowing what's going to happen because it's more about interacting with it. Mm-hmm. But Rise could be, I think. I think that if you followed my Twitter whenever I did it, <laughs> like, if you guys get the ride broken down or whatever happens and you're in the queue for a while and you're not getting fancy snacks, you should revolt because they owe you some popcorn and bananas and all kinds of stuff. So if you're not getting that, you should be like, Hey, Samantha monorail got this stuff. Why am I not getting (laughs) it? We we deserve the monorail treatment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's solid advice. Yeah, definitely. Are you going to try also to do smugglers run? I mean, I, Jen wants to, at, at very least, I might, you know, smuggle Jen into the single rider line. At the very <laughs> okay. I like how, so. you know what, here we go. What? Again, you know, Jen wants to. So, <laughs> I guess, I guess I could been, bring been myself to do it. Seven years. Yeah. yeah. All right. It'll be, I'll, it'll be, I'll be doing that for 38 years starting uh, Monday, January 27th. <laughs> Months <laughs> uh, older. Yeah, almost exactly. Oh my gosh, I'm an old lady. You are. It's okay. <laughs> Frank's older. Yeah, all right. That's all that matters. Another right. reason why I shouldn't be in leader hosts and no one needs to see old man legs. That's coming true. At them Everyone in the wants of winter. to see them. Everyone wants to see them. <laughs> well. I'm super excited for you all to get to do that, but I'm also super excited that you're going to be here and we're going to get to hang out. Yes. It's going to be a great time. I have one quick request here. So after your all's trip for Theme Park Thursday, I want to come on and hear all about your experience doing Rise. Oh, you're demanding a guest spot. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's fair. I think it's fair. We've That's invited fun. them a couple times. They invite times. us all the time. A couple. I thought, no, hold I on. thought you were going to say, I want to come on and hear your experience meeting me. <laughs> oh, yes. And that. And I still need your address. So, yes. I, I do need that, though. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. I like that plan. Yeah, me too. Okay. So, here's here's what to expect coming up. You're going to hear... I guess the next thing that will happen is you'll hear Theme Park Thursday just before the trip. That's right. And um, so you'll get to hear the last minute prep and everything that's going into Frank and Jen's um, epic return. And Jen's first trip to Batu. Very, very, very Mm -hmm. exciting. Um, And oh, did you are you going to did you manage to get uh, Ogus? We got we got Ogus for uh, yeah for breakfast. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Always start the day at Ogus. You have to. You have to get the fuzzy tauntaun. If you want your face to be numb, yes. It's cool. Yeah. It's weird. It's like eating Oral B that tastes good. Well, <laughs> what? wait, is it Oral B? Wait, what's the stuff that they put in the baby's mouth? Oh, or gel. Or gel. It's like eating or gel. <laughs> or, yeah, Oral B is just toothpaste. Yeah, that's right. Don't eat toothpaste. But eat it's or like, gel. It's like, uh, it's like a light Novocaine. Yeah, it's, it's like neat. a topical Novocaine all it's over your face. Neat. It's pretty neat. It's, it is interesting. But but yeah, um, okay, so that's exciting. So um, you're getting the whole experience then. Very, very good. Yeah. Um, so you're going to hear that. Soon after will be the production, the actual filming of the, mm-hmm. the TikTok and uh, all that goes along with that. So that'll that'll come, and then uh, and then we'll be back next Monday to talk all about it. So, uh, oh, yeah. uh, Jen, Frank, thanks so much for coming on. Let's tell thanks people where they can us. find you. 
Jen, I'm going to leave it to you so I don't cough into a big mess here. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, uh, we're at Dillo's Diz, Dillo's with an S, Diz with a Z, everywhere on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Dillo'sDiz.com, and Theme Park Thursdays every Thursday, except for the one Thursday we didn't, but every Thursday, <laughs> everywhere you listen to podcasts, check us out there. And uh, yeah, I think that's all. I yeah. think that's where we are. Yeah. And we'll be much healthier if you meet us in person on Saturday, I mean, January hopefully. 25th. <laughs> I need to get some vitamin C into my veins. Seriously, get vitamin C. So that way you can with the whole or hold on. Withstand the impact of my the, hug. That's right. Oh, onslaught. I need to start working out as well. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, get some guns. Yes. I got big thighs, so you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Look at the flame. <laughs> She's flexing on us. She did. She totally flexed on us. Oh my gosh. I'm intimidated now. <laughs> Try well, <guys>. <laughs> trying. <laughs> and well, I hope, uh, I'm just going to say out loud that I hope McKenna changes her mind and joins us in the routine, whatever we do on TikTok. It would be great. I'm, this Saturday. I will never make a. What if we, Garrett does it? There's only one appearance of me in TikTok. Ooh. And it's in the background of someone from my old high school's TikTok, and I'm sitting and throwing grass. So, and you can barely see me. That's the only time mm. I will ever be on TikTok. Great. I think we Famous need to last words. find McKenna's videos where she did Sally's Ratchet Salon. Oh, God. Those are on private. Those are private <laughs> videos. <laughs> yeah, We're back learning. In, back in the old, so old, much. Uh, old YouTube channel days. I, I had um, my head shaved at that point. It was weird. Not all of it. It was half. Half. Just half. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but go go follow Frank and Jen. Go listen to Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Subscribe to the YouTube. Go to the TikTok if you are a TikToker. Oh, yeah. YouTube. I forgot that one. Thanks. Oh, mm-hmm. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's my routine to always say YouTube, so I remember it for you guys. Um, and then for us, we're, we are, what are we? We're Morning Monorail on the Twitter. We're Monday morning monorail on all of the other things, and uh, we don't have a TikTok. And I and I'm not. That's not what we're gonna do. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what TikTok looks like. Other it than it look like a man. I sent you a video from TikTok, but it, all it was was a bubble on my iPhone. Oh my god! <laughs> you sound old. Hashtag old. <laughs> yeah, we're right. right. happy to contribute to another marathon episode for you. Yeah, as always. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? It's always a lot of fun, and we would do these every week if we could. But we are going to have to wait until next time, and we hope you come back next time. Yes, next Monday. Until then, I hope you have a magical week. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all.